Don't just ride the index, seek to outperform it with Fidelity Active ETFs. Learn more at fidelity.com slash active ETFs. Before investing in any exchange-traded fund, you should consider its investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses. Contact Fidelity for a prospectus, an offering circular, or if available, a summary prospectus containing this information. Read it carefully. While active ETFs offer the potential to outperform an index, these products may more significantly trail an index as compared with passive ETFs. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC, member NYSE, SIPC. Hello, friends, and thanks for downloading another weekly episode of the Money Girl podcast. My name is Laura Adams. I'm a personal finance author who's been writing and hosting this show since 2008. Before we get started, I have a quick request, one tiny favor from you. If you enjoy the show but have not submitted a quick five-star review on Apple Podcasts, please take a moment to do that. Your feedback is so important to me and everyone at the Quick and Dirty Tips Network. I read all of them, and it really does help listeners find the show and and know what we're all about. So I will thank you in advance for that. Also, if you'd like to send me a voice message, we have a voicemail line that you can call in and leave a question or comment. And we've been getting some super comments and questions coming in. So please keep them coming. Call 302-364-0308. Again, 302-364-0308 to leave your message. Today's episode is 582, called Seven Tricks to Save Money on Auto Insurance. This show is for you if you need auto insurance, but you also need to save money. And that's probably most of you listening. If you own or lease a vehicle, almost every state requires you to have some amount of auto insurance. Even if you drive but don't own a vehicle, you should probably have what's called a non-owner's auto policy, but that's for another podcast. The problem with auto insurance is that it can be confusing and it can be expensive. Fortunately, there are some insider tricks and tips to staying compliant and safe while also cutting your costs. So in this podcast, I'll cover seven ways that you can reduce the cost of auto insurance without jeopardizing your financial security. All right, before we get into the seven tips and tricks, I want to just take a brief step back and give you an explainer on what exactly auto insurance is and why it's so important to your financial well-being. What's interesting about auto insurance is that it's actually a package of policies that protect you against financial loss in multiple ways. So there are three main ways that it's protecting you. So I'll go through those quickly. Number one is liability. Liability protection pays for legal obligations that could result if you're involved in a lawsuit and you're found at fault. This is mandatory in most states, but I will say that the minimum amount you must carry in some states is really low, and it does vary significantly depending on where you live. So you want to look at what that minimum is, and I'll talk a little bit more about how much you actually need to have. But you want to definitely make sure that you've got plenty of liability to keep yourself safe. The second type of protection that auto insurance gives you is called medical protection. This pays for the cost of injuries to you or to your passenger's 
due to an accident. And it can cover a variety of expenses that could be involved if you're hurt, such as medical treatment, lost wages, and even funeral expenses if someone dies in an accident. Many states do require medical coverage that's called personal injury protection, or PIP for short. And the third type of protection that you get from auto insurance is called property protections. These are always optional, and they reimburse you for damage that's caused by you, that's caused by others, or Mother Nature. So you can purchase what's called comprehensive coverage. This is for damage that is not the result of an accident with another vehicle. So maybe it's from storm damage like hail or theft. Collision coverage does pay for damage due to an accident with another vehicle. So both comprehensive and collision, they come with a deductible, which is the amount that you must pay for a claim. So if you've got a $500 deductible and a $5,000 claim, you're going to get $4,500 from your insurance company. Liability coverage, which I mentioned just a second ago, does not come with a deductible, nor does the medical or PIP protection. So you get to choose the deductible that you want. We'll talk a little bit more about that in a minute. Now, in addition to these three main types of protections, there are additional optional coverages that most policies offer you, such as uninsured or underinsured motorist. This is coverage that will pay you if you're involved in a, let's say, a hit and run situation or a driver who is at fault hits you, causes damage, but they don't have any insurance, or maybe they have too little auto insurance to cover your loss. So that's a really important one to have. There are too many uninsured people on the road. So this is something that can really help keep you safe. Another optional coverage is rental car reimbursement. This is going to pay you if you have to drive a rental car while repairs are being made to your vehicle after an accident. And then there's glass replacement. This repairs or replaces your vehicle's cracked or broken windshield or side windows without applying a deductible. So there might be more types of optional coverages depending on the state where you live and the uh, company that you get your auto insurance from. But uh, as I mentioned, states have different requirements. Lenders also have different requirements for the types and amounts of auto coverage that you must have. But that's just one factor in how much you're going to pay for auto insurance. Your premium depends on many, many factors. Uh, Actually, there are many more factors than a lot of people realize. Some of them include, of course, the make and model and year of your vehicle. Also, your annual mileage, your driving record, your age, your gender, your marital status. Uh, All of these things come into play. We'll talk about even a few more in a moment that do affect the rate that you're going to pay for auto insurance. And some of those are the ticket to saving money. While you may not be able to change, you know, your age, your gender, marital status, there are some tricks that you can use to save money on your auto insurance that we're going to cover. So we'll get into those now. And the first tip I'll give you is don't pay for what you don't need. 
So now that you know the specific coverages that auto insurance gives you, all of these things I just covered, you want to carefully assess what you really need. For instance, if you do not have ample savings to repair or replace your car if it were damaged or stolen, then you definitely need collision coverage and comprehensive coverage. So those are part of the property protections that you get. But let's say that you've got an older car and it's paid for and it's really not worth very much. You might want to consider dropping collision and comprehensive. A good rule of thumb is not to buy those coverages unless the annual premium is 10% or less of your car's blue book value. Otherwise, you're going to pay more in premiums than you could ever collect in benefits from the auto insurance. So, you know, not too many people are driving really, really old cars. But if you are, you may be a candidate to drop uh, collision or comprehensive or both of these coverages from your auto insurance. However, as I mentioned, liability is typically required and for good reason. If you were in a serious car accident, you could be sued for, you know, millions of dollars, just a huge amount of money depending on what happens. Every state has minimum requirements for how much liability coverage you must have, but it's very possible that you need more. So you want to look at liability levels carefully, and, you know, they're not that expensive to bump up if you need a little bit more. For instance, if your state only requires $10,000 in medical coverage and $10,000 for property damage liability, that may be way too little to protect your assets. If you were found at fault, let's say for medical expenses worth $500,000 and you only had $10,000 of medical coverage, you would legally be responsible to pay the difference or $490,000 out of your pocket. So that is not a situation that you want to risk, uh, especially if you are somebody that has a high net worth or even, you know, not that high, but have, have a good net worth that you don't want to risk. So liability is not an expense that you want to scrimp on. You need enough liability to cover the value of your real estate, savings, and your non-retirement investments if you were sued after being in an accident where you hurt a passenger in your vehicle, you hurt another driver, or even a pedestrian. All right, the second tip that I will offer you is to get familiar with potential discounts. There are loads of discounts that many people don't know about, that they don't ask about, that they qualify for, but they never get. And this is a shame, really, because insurance companies offer a variety of discounts, but they're not always going to know if you qualify for them. And I'll I'll give you some examples on how that can happen. So make sure to ask which discounts your auto insurance company offers and, you know, directly say, how can you help me reduce my premium and see what your auto insurance uh, representative or the company uh, has to say about that. So here are some common auto insurance discounts that many insurers are going to offer. Multi-vehicle. This is a discount for insuring more than one vehicle with the same provider. Safe vehicle. This is a discount for having features such as anti-lock brakes and airbags. So that's typically going to apply if you've got a newer vehicle. Safe driver. This is a discount that's offered if you've got a clean driving record with no accidents 
And it's typically going to look at the past three years of your history. And it can also give you a discount if you have completed a defensive driving course. Good student discount. This is one that a lot of parents miss. It will apply if you've got kids on your insurance who are in high school or even college and even uh, graduate school up to about age 25 or 26. Any of those kids who are on your policy who maintain at least a B average typically qualify for a good student discount. And that is going to be pretty substantial. In some cases, it could be 10% or even 20%. That will really help because putting young people on your auto insurance is expensive. Okay, another discount is occupation. So if you work in certain fields, such as the military, medicine, or teaching, some insurance companies will give you a discount for that. Auto pay, this is when you have your premium payment automatically deducted from your bank account. Loyalty discounts are pretty common. If you've been a customer with your insurance company for a certain number of years, they will just kind of automatically give you a discount to try to keep you from switching companies. But I will say, some insurance companies will give you a discount for switching. So new customer discounts are also out there as well. They will try to get you to switch to them before you cancel coverage with your existing provider. But that new customer discount, you know, may be temporary. It may only last for a few months. So check into that if you are qualifying for switching. And lastly, a homeowner discount. This is a discount you can get for owning a home, even if it is not covered by your auto insurance company. Just the fact that you're a homeowner in many cases signals to them that you may be uh, less risky and, and qualify for a discount. So those are not all of the discounts out there, but they are certainly the ones that are the most common and what I would encourage you to ask about. Money Girl is sponsored by Claritin. If you're like me and you suffer from allergies, you know this time of year can be pretty rough. There's a lot of sneezing, itchy eyes, congestion, and they can really hold you back from living the life you want to live. Luckily, for those with allergies, you can live Claritin Clear with Claritin D. This is a product designed for serious allergy sufferers. It's got two ingredients in one pill that relieve allergy symptoms and decongest your nose so you can breathe better. This double-action combo of prescription-strength allergy medicine and the best decongestant relieves all the symptoms that you suffer. And what I love about Claritin D is that it starts working in as little as 30 minutes. Plus, it's non-drowsy, so you can still make the most of your day. I can take Claritin D and then get on the mic and record a podcast without being too congested. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin clear. Use as directed. Hey there, I want to tell you about one of my favorite podcasts, Freakonomics Radio. Every week, host and best-selling author Stephen Dubner dives into the hidden side of business, economics, and so much more. He interviews CEOs, historians, and Nobel laureates to explore all kinds of topics, like why the best employees can make the worst bosses, and how whales went from being economic engines to environmental icons. If you're a curious person looking to better understand the world around you, 
You'll find everything you're looking for on Freakonomics Radio. Listen wherever you get your podcasts. Number three, which is consider pay-as-you-drive programs. So if you've never heard of these programs, I'll give you a brief explanation. Several nationwide auto insurance companies decrease your premium if you authorize them to track your driving habits through a monitoring device that you put in your vehicle. These are known as usage-based insurance or pay-as-you-drive insurance programs. And if you meet the safe driving standards for a variety of metrics. It may be your average mileage, your speed, your braking, cornering, the times of day that you drive, a whole variety of metrics, and those metrics are different from carrier to carrier, then you'll qualify for a discount. But if you don't meet their standards, you just simply won't get the discount. They're not going to increase your rate. So I really encourage folks to check these out. I use one, and it definitely has saved me money. If you're a good driver, it's something that I think is an easy way to save money. Yes, the insurance company will know a lot more about how you drive, but if you're willing to give up a little bit of that information, they will use it to give you a discount and are saying that they will not use that information in any other way. Tip number four, increase your deductible. As I mentioned, a deductible is the amount of money that you have to pay before insurance benefits begin. For auto insurance, you typically can choose a deductible such as 200, 500, or 1,000. The higher your deductible, the lower your premium will be. However, the potential savings is going to vary from state to state. Also, remember that raising your deductible means you've got to pay more of the cost of a covered claim out of pocket. So never raise your deductible unless you're confident that you would have enough cash to cover any type of issue that may come up with your vehicle. Tip number five bundle policies with the same insurer. Many insurance companies reduce premiums significantly if you've got more than one type of coverage with them. So maybe you've got auto and homeowners or auto and renters insurance with them. This is known as a multi-line policy or bundling. Tip number six, maintain good credit. You might be surprised to know that your credit plays a big factor in the rates that you're quoted for car insurance. And I've done multiple podcasts about this. It's called a credit-based insurance score. Insurers in most states will use credit as a tool to help them gauge how risky a customer might be. So that's just one more reason to maintain good credit scores by paying your bills on time and managing credit accounts responsibly. An insurance company can't use your credit history as the only way to evaluate you, Um, and there are certain states where using credit is prohibited, but in the majority of states, it is a factor in what your auto insurance rate and even what your home insurance rate will be. Tip number seven, shop your policy regularly. I recommend shopping for auto insurance at least once a year. Rates change frequently, and carriers have different criteria for evaluating you. 
I would say if you've never shopped your auto policy or it's been quite a while, taking a few minutes to get quotes is really an easy way to save. You can use online comparison sites, and that makes the process quick and as hassle-free as possible. You might want to check out Policy Genius or MajorInsurance.com. After comparing quotes, you may find that your current insurance provider is giving you a great deal and you may want to stick with them, but you will not know if you're getting a good deal unless you shop around and compare. All right, let me recap the seven tricks to save money on auto insurance. Number one, don't pay for what you don't need. Number two, get familiar with potential discounts and ask about them. Number three, consider pay-as-you-drive programs. Number four, increase your deductible if you can afford it. Number five, bundle policies with the same insurer. And by the way, if you're a renter and you don't have renter's insurance, you need to get it. So you can definitely bundle that auto and that renter's policy together in most cases and get a discount. Number six, maintain good credit. And number seven, shop your policy regularly. I hope you'll be able to use one or maybe a couple of these tips to save money on auto insurance this year. Thanks so much for being with me. If you would like to get a weekly update from me or kind of weekly update from me, visit lauradadams.com or text me. You can send a message to get on my email list. Text the phrase, get updates to the number 33444. I send out a short email that's filled with tips, tools, and resources that I think you might enjoy. And if you're not in email, no problem. Another great way to stay in touch is to follow me on Instagram at Laura D. Adams, or you can even join my private Facebook group called Dominate Your Dollars. You can just search for Dominate Your Dollars on Facebook or text me. Text the word dollars, D-O-L-L-A-R-S, to that same number, 33444. Money Girl is produced by the audio wizard Steve Rickyberg with editorial support from the lovely Beata Santora. If you've been enjoying the podcast, please rate and review it on Apple Podcasts. You might also like the backlist episodes and show notes available at quickanddirtytips.com. That's all for now. I'll talk to you next week. Until then, here's to living a richer life. Oh,